Anya. Yeah. Like onion. Anya. Anyang. <laughs> speaking of Anna, Anya. Anyang. Speaking of Anyang. Anyang. I've been reading a little bit about the new mutants, which finally came out. And apparently she's the best part of that movie. Did you have any lingering curiosity about that film? Or are you completely writing it off? Because it's been in production hell for four years or something. It was delayed for four years because of all the stuff with Fox. Well, not just delayed. It was already made. And it was just... And then it sat there. Yeah. Yeah. And And then I think they probably kept tweaking it. I really like the New Mutants just as a concept and in the comics. The movie just, I heard it wasn't very good, so I didn't see it. I'm, I will watch it when it comes out for free, just as I did Dark Phoenix. Which you ended up enjoying, right? Yeah, but that's just because I enjoy all things comic book, but I'm not going to spend money to see them. And you liked theater. Apocalypse too, though, right? Yeah. That's a tough, tough sell. <laughs> I really liked it. I like Oscar Isaac, even as a blue man. I liked a lot of what it did with the characters. I'm a fan of all the Brian Singer X-Men films. Did he, did he make X3? <laughs> no. No, he made X1, X2, Days of Future Past, and Apocalypse. And I think they're all good. I think X3 was the first DVD that I ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because that's directed by Brett Ratner. And the first DVD I ever owned was Rush Hour 2, which is also oh, directed really? by Brett Ratner. Wow. Isn't that funny? Brett Ratner gets around. Isn't he a terrible person? I heard he's not great, but he's probably not as bad. As, as Brian Singer. Singer. <laughs> Man, how the mighty have fallen, huh? True. So ask me what we're talking about today. Stephen, what are we talking about today? We're talking about The Queen's Gambit. Mm. It's been a hit on Netflix. The Smash Netflix series? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and ask me who's with us today. And who's with us today, Stephen? It's my wife. My wife. (laughs) Allie, who also watched The Queen's Gambit. Hi there. Yeah, I watched The Queen's Gambit. Did you like it? I did like it, yes. I did like it. I am also a really big chess fan. Big chess nerd over here. In fact, one of the ways that Allie and I met and got together was through chess. You met in the finals and fell in love? No, he manipulated me into getting (laughs) a chess uh, app. So that he could privately message me. Wow. And seem like he was leading me on. I'm just playing chess with her. That's clever. That's not how it went down. You're making me sound like a weirdo. You're just one of those chess guys. No, I had a chess club for a while. Nice. And Allie liked me. And so she started coming to the chess club. (laughs) Is that semantics? And then I was like, I play chess on this chess app. You should get it so we could play chess. And then while we were playing chess, we were dming each other through the chess messenger nice and uh then we started to talk irl as they say what does that mean (laughs) and the queen's gambit Mm. yeah so for anyone that doesn't know what the queen's gambit is and this is again going to be spoiler free the queen's gambit follows a young girl who becomes an orphan anya anya her name's Beth. It's Anya Taylor-Joy, but not as a kid, but as in the older version of this person. But anyway, she's orphaned at a young age. She has a very troubled past, and she's a very gifted young girl. And she starts to learn chess via the janitor in this orphanage. And um, Like Goodwill Hunting? Yes, she honestly has that kind of vibe. And she's extremely smart and intelligent and picks up the game and starts to impress everybody with the game and... From that point, it moves forward, and a lot of things happen. She becomes 
Very, very good at chess. Is it a true story? It is not true. It's it's a fictional story, which I was actually kind of shocked about because it watches like a true story, sort like of. Like a biopic? Yeah, and it really does feel like a biopic when you're watching it. Yeah, I think that the show is so popular because it captures a lot of different interests of different audiences as opposed to a show that's more niche and uh, focuses more on one aspect. So, for example, I think that, yes, it is intriguing, you know, to the chess world because it's all about chess, obviously, but the production design is beautiful. It takes place in the 60s. Um, I think it's like the 50s through the 70s almost that it kind of takes place through. So you get to see like the evolution of styles and scenery and it's just really beautifully done and visually delightful to watch. So you see Beth across different points in her life. Yeah, there's actually a different actress that plays her younger self and then you see her, yeah, like grow into a woman and get to kind of see how her career plays out and different traumas that she undergoes and how those traumas trigger different things throughout her life. So I think there's just a lot of different appeals. Mm. And I think that's why it makes the show so popular because it's very relationally interesting. All of the trauma um, and psychological aspects are very interesting as well as the actual game of chess, the narrative, like I said, again, the production design, the time period, like it just hits so many different points that I think that's why mass audiences are so engaged. I mean, it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Anya, Anya. Anya Taylor-Joy was extremely charming in it. She just got one of those faces that is super like unique and intriguing. And she was in Emma. I don't know if anyone saw Emma, but it wasn't my favorite rendition of Emma, but I thought she was also very good in it. And it was also a role that, I don't know, kind of like stretched her for me because before that I had only seen her in The Witch. The Witch. Which she was wonderful in as well. But I think that seeing her in this, you get to see her stretched even more as an actress. She's also very good in the movie Split, where she plays a young captured girl by James McAvoy's character uh, with like 27 different personalities. And uh, she has to survive that. So it's a pretty good watch. Underrated gem, as they say. Yeah, she's very interesting to me. I'm excited to see where her career goes. I feel like anything that she chooses to star in, I'll probably want to see, like for the most part, because I feel like she chooses interesting roles. Yeah. She's had a lot of leading roles, yeah, too, because has. of her. Maybe it's partly due to her unique appearance, but also she seems to be a very good actress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think she's a good actress. Can you guys speak briefly to the chess in the series? Is it pretty yeah, on, so on point? It is. I mean, I've seen a lot of chess movies. You're a big chess guy. <laughs> yeah, but I, um, I've seen a lot of chess movies, and honestly, a lot of them are boring. They try to make them interesting, and they just are boring, are not as interesting as they could be. This particular portrayal of the game of chess made it extremely interesting. In fact, I've known multiple people that have watched this show and started playing chess because of it. Wow. Yeah. Well, one of one of the things I was reading about the show when researching it is, like you said, talking about the story and making it interesting. I kept hearing that this show does something pretty unique and it tries to avoid tropes a lot of the time and it'll do things in yeah. interesting and new ways. For instance, That's with true. the Russian men that she's playing against are not mustache twirling villains and they have not only depth as characters, but they have yes. sort of a, a human decency to them, which you yes. don't always see portrayed in the villains of movies like these. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that it's interesting to see how the show portrays the game in terms of gender, too. Like, the fact that grandmasters and higher level chess players are disproportionately male. And then you get to see, like, this young woman, and actually starting out as a girl who starts winning these contests and then rises to a high level stance and you kind of get to see her thrive like you don't see her like push down a ton for being a girl mm-hmm. which is interesting um she is challenged so. she no she is challenged it's not like it's just easy breezy but at the same time like i think it shows there's like this level of respect to from certain people that she plays um men who are 30 years her senior who are shaking her hand and saying you're the best i've ever played and things like that so it's interesting to kind of see that power shift especially it playing out in the you know 60s in a different time era yeah one of the things i really liked about this show was the production design ali and i were discussing it as we were watching it because she'll go outside of her house and it's the 50s all the cars are 50s all the the neighborhood is done up people are walking in costume and full wardrobe she'll go into a general store per se and everything on the shelf all over is all stuff from the 50s and it's it's just incredible to see something at this scale hotels schools just every little detail in the show was very well thought out much like um, marvelous mrs mazel has the same sort of feel it's a little bit darker than marvelous mrs mazel and more drama heavy obviously but as far as production design goes is what i'm saying uh it's very very good and then the story is gripping throughout the whole show even from the start the first episode doesn't really have a lot of anya taylor joy in it but it's so compelling just the character development and i think that's largely attributed to the creators whose names are alan scott and scott frank oh and scott frank he did logan yes he did logan sorry he wrote logan he also wrote this show as well, but he also wrote Minority Report and The Wolverine, which was the other good Wolverine one. He had a hand in Marley and Me, which was a very moving <laughs> film about a dog. Tears were shed. Oh, and The Lookout, which was a really good, intelligent film with Joseph Gordon-Levitt back in 2007. But this whole television series, and one of the reasons I don't think it will get a sequel is because it's based off of a book that was written by Walter Tevis, or Tevis, Tevis? Tevis? <laughs> written back in 1983. I've never heard of really anything that he wrote before, but obviously this was made into a good series, so he must have been an intriguing writer, enough to intrigue uh, Alan Scott and Scott Frank to want to make this. So yeah, again, it plays out with so much intrigue. It's pretty gripping and makes you want to keep watching. And it feels like a biopic, but it's not. And a couple of the other stars are really good in it. Thomas Brody Singster plays sort of a rival in the show. You might know him as the kid from from Maze Runner. He was in Game of Thrones, too. And Game of Thrones. And he's in Love Actually, as the the kid in Love Actually. He's the very precocious boy who was with the Stark kid before he was lost to the snow. And Harry Melling is, again, in this show. That is the chap who plays Dudley Dursley in the Harry Potter films that was also in The Devil All the Time that we talked about a few episodes ago. And he's really good in this as well. Bill Camp is in it. That's true. He plays the janitor guy I was talking about. I love that man. He plays an important role. 
Yeah, and then Jacob Fortune Lloyd played another really good role supporting cast. Ali and I really liked his character. But anyway, it's totally worth the watch. It's taken everything by storm, like Ali said. It's got great ratings, 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's 8.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Very much worth the watch. We would highly recommend it. It's only seven episodes long. For a total runtime of six hours and 33 minutes. But you'll breeze through it because you won't want to stop watching. I should also say it's got some heavy content. There's some heavy material in this especially when it comes to she battles addiction right depression addiction suicidal tendencies and really just a lot of dealing with family of origin stuff so (laughs) with that being said it's still very very good and well worth the watch anything else to say checkmate nice got him